0: Welcome to Sapien Outpost. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be in your frame of reference. Greetings and welcome to Sapien Outpost. My name is Jacob Trevere and I'll be your host. In 1989, Back to the Future Part 2 took to the skies. Doc modified his time-traveling DeLorean so that it could fly. Today, nearly 30 years later, we don't yet have air car traffic, but we're on the cutting edge of technologies that could lead in such a direction. The year that Marty traveled to was 2015. The look of the futuristic technologies had quite the 90s-esque aesthetic, but some of the concepts and ideas were generally in the right direction. I mean, heck, we even have a hoverboard in the works at the moment. But that's beside the point. Uh, The car's ability to take to the air, to take flight, is the point of interest for this podcast today. It appeared that in the film the means of propulsion were some kind of magnetic field, or otherwise related to the advent of hoverboard technology, which led to the development of hovering or flying vehicles. A similar trend can be observed in our time, but it is taking much longer in developing in uh, a less cinematic fashion, or some would argue, a more cinematic. What we're addressing here is drone technology. Drones became a hot topic just a year shy of when Marty arrived to the future. In 2014, the media boomed about drone usage. Some stories praised the technologies, while others slammed it. There were hot debates revolving around ethics surrounding drones and the use of their abilities. Um, Even in this year, South Park released its Magic Bush episode, in which the neighbors spied on each other through the usage of drones. Around the same time is when media began using drones as significant parts of their information gathering as well as broadcast footage. Um, Some were outraged at the lack of laws and rules regarding these drones that were emerging so quickly um, in daily life and and on the market and in the economy. The FAA took control and implemented suitable regulation. So drones or quadcopters, as um, the ones that were, were most likely referred to as drones, um, are small or large aerial flying devices that use, um, in our case, as I said, the quadcopters, propellers to move swiftly through the air. Um, they range from toy grade all the way up to military grade machines. Um, and actually the true definition of a drone is a remote controlled pilotless aircraft or missile. So, that can encompass anything from an RC plane uh, to a 15,000-pound military drone. Uh, but like I said, the, the, the drones most often referred to and most often seen um, by the average civilian are small quadcopters. Um, so, they have four propellers, um, and I be, basically in a square shape, so a propeller at each point of a square. Um, We have a transmitter that controls it and looks very much like a video game controller. Um, And In the hands of a civilian, these drones are now the focal point of large growing hobbies. Um, A number of tasks can be attempted with a quadcopter depending upon its build. So the more commercialized, standard drones are the ones used for photography and that capture video. Um, so we're speaking of, um, there was one that was called the 3DR, or we have our Mavic Pro devices um, and many others that are um, promoted to capture high quality video. Um, these ones often are have a high quality camera to capture that video. Um, and they move in more methodical manners um, as in they have the ability to hold their position so the user can easily set them um, in the air in three dimensions um, as easily as possible so they can set the the height the altitude and you know your which direction forward backward left right um, to get nice smooth pans tracking shots and the like um, these are also close to our toy drone market um, as there is quite a bit of a level of awe in flying a drone so people often buy drones just to operate and fly them like a video game in real life um, regardless of whether if they have a camera on them or not. Um, so these are you'll see these on Amazon, ranging from twenty dollars to one hundred twenty dollars. Whereas we have our bit higher quality ones that are meant for filming and come with a camera that can be somewhere around a thousand dollars with an entire kit. Um, but a little more specialized than than the toy grade and the commercialized um, video capturing drones uh, are where the enthusiasts and the hobbyists are heading. So. These guys are taking drone technology to new heights. No pun intended. Starting from a custom-designed body, drones can now be built from the ground up in a very, very modular fashion. Basically, you have a basic shape of a quadcopter that's either 3D printed or cut from a material of your choice. It's often carbon fiber uh, due to its lightweight and its durability. Um, For crashes and whatnot, but then a number of electronic components such as like a flight a board controller like the main motherboard I guess you could you could say Um, And then also different components relating to battery and and the way that the the battery uh, voltage is distributed Um, And then at the end of each arm you have motors and on top of them you have your propellers Um, and for FPV flight which is first-person view um, we have cameras at the front of these drones that um, transmit um, radio signal of video um, to either a monitor or FPV goggles and so the pilot can get a first-person view of of the, the vehicle the aerial vehicle um, I guess just drone and uh, can maneuver it from that standpoint um so like I said it's it's the propeller that that allows these drones to f- to fly by using a propeller that pushes air um, and can maneuver that way the these drones that the hobbyists are working with are insane when it comes to um, speed and maneuverability um, they can reach fast speeds of a hundred miles per hour or more and they can cut on a dime um, the, the this has opened up con- competitive racing circuits as well as um you know freestyle drone videos um if if you've never seen um freestyle drone videos uh, I would definitely recommend it as something to look up on the YouTube um as there's tons of video at this point where people will take these FPV drones um, with their insane maneuvering abilities and then place a GoPro at the front of them as well and they can capture stunning video of them doing flips and tricks and aerial stunts um, all on video and, and usually what they do is they surround that around um, a structure of some sort that is interesting in its own way. Um, so further than, I mean, what this hobby has done is... is it's accelerated um, the development of the, these technologies. Um, when you have people in their homes working on on technologies and competing in certain ways, trying to make them faster, um, trying to make the like I said the maneuverability better. Um, this is just that's a good way. It's it's like business. It's, it's a good way to drive a technology and to push it to the brinks of of what it can become. So we have some companies such as Amazon who is is developing delivery drones um, so customers can basically not can but if if it was fully implemented and becomes a part of um, everyday society customers would basically be able to get items they order delivered to their doorstep in a matter of hours after they've been ordered which is is quite the thing to think about um, you know at the moment Amazon Prime is is two-day shipping so you order something Monday morning you'll get it Wednesday afternoon, which is fast in its own right. But imagine ordering something you need Monday morning, and getting it Monday afternoon. Um, and even further than that, um, back to uh, the idea of the DeLorean flying, and that arising from hoverboard technology. Um, a Chinese company uh, has created in autonomous drone vehicle that's able to transport a a person Um, so basically the one the one that I saw is um, just a single cabin for a single person and can take someone from point A to point B um, and it's all done autonomously so it will raise from its point go in a straight line from A to B assuming there's no um, structures or, or anything in the way any obstacles and then land straight down and the person has arrived faster than they would have um, say if they were in a car um, depending on the distance and and where they're located Uh, and so that's this is a pretty incredible thing to think about that we're on some of the cutting edges of of these things actually being developed Um, so not it's been developed but as I said, even with the drone delivery, it's not being implemented as of yet, and it will be some time before these technologies are implemented. Um, even a couple of years ago, Uber even announced that it, it, it has initiatives to produce autonomous uh, flying vehicles that could transport you know, as high as four people um, in the same fashion, where um, they wouldn't even look like a, a car or a vehicle or anything. They would just have the propellers at the top, and it would almost be like the elevator um, from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. So the people would get in, take a seat, and then it would take directly up to whatever altitude it needs. Then it would go in a straight line to point B, and then come straight down to land, in which in that moment the people would arrive at their location and exit and probably pay the autonomous pilot. Um so the the key word here when we're speaking about these vehicles um is autonomous. Uh so flying people or flying vehicles with people in them can definitely not only pose, you know, a hazard to the people inside, but it can also pose a heavy hazard to people and structures outside of the cabin um uh, you know so there needs to be faa regulation to get these things flying properly as traffic and um, we would also need people to get licenses if they were to pilot them themselves so um that's where the company is almost beating the faa as far as regulations go saying people don't have to get pilots license these these people won't be flying them it will be all autonomous and navigated by a human or by a computer so the human error is is removed from the situation Um, the company that is doing that is apparently mass-producing the the drones that it's um, currently developing in order to sell them to different markets I haven't seen anything for the USA um, but it's definitely interesting to see that maybe 15-20 15 20 years we will be taking to the sky as almost an, an intermediate level between driving and being in an airplane. There'll be, you know, like a middle spot, um, like a helicopter. When someone has a personal private helicopter um, to get from one place to another, but they spend, you know, potentially tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars for that helicopter, whereas you could pay a cab fare um, or an Uber fee. Or something to arrive at your doorstep directly on your street you would get in it would fly you which imagine the view um, and then would f- more quickly than a car would be able to deliver you to your location um, an insane thing to think about and as I have pointed out here often uh, a concept that's created in sci-fi films um, Like I said, we're not living in that era and the aesthetic doesn't necessarily follow what the films portray, but we're definitely um, moving in the direction to have flying um, transportation for the average civilian, Um, as well as um, faster delivery, um, scouting geography for other companies, and so much more. So drone technology is definitely something to... Uh, pay attention to and to keep up with as I I believe it will definitely begin to uh, keep improving over the next few years. Um, Thanks for listening today. Um, This is Sapien Outpost. Make sure to check us out on Twitter, at Sapien Outpost. And make sure to, you know, tweet, comment, like, um, subscribe, whatever. Just feedback is always welcomed. And again, thanks for listening today. Bye, guys.